Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Hi, my name is Tony Thaxton. Like anyone else, I love a great album. But I also love those strange albums that might make you wonder how and why they even exist. But I'm not here to make fun of them. I'm here to celebrate them and tell their story. This is Bizarre Albums. If you're listening to this episode at the time of its release, you know that one week ago we lost a comedy icon, Paul Rubens, better known as Pee Wee Herman. He was 70 years old, about a month shy of his 71st birthday, losing his battle with cancer that he'd been fighting privately for the past six years. Like probably just about everybody listening to this, Pee Wee was a huge part of my life childhood and beyond. I'll never forget as a kid, Large Marge scaring the crap out of me in the middle of laughing my ass off when I saw Pee-wee's big adventure in the theater. Then I watched Pee-wee's Playhouse religiously. When he made his big comeback in 2010, I was there opening night for the opening of the Pee-wee Herman show in Los Angeles, which later went to Broadway. So anyway, what I'm getting at is that today's episode is going to be a bit different than normal. I really wanted to do kind of a tribute to Pee-wee, and he does have a handful of audio releases out there, most of which I've covered on Bizarre Singles over on Patreon in the past. So today I'm going to be kind of blending some previously recorded Bizarre Singles episodes with some new information and other recordings that I never talked about on this show. I hope you enjoy. So without rambling any further, let's get into it. Rest in peace, Pee-wee. We love you. Paul Rubens was actually born Paul Rubenfeld, and he got his comedy start after moving to Los Angeles in the 1970s. His earliest TV appearances were on The Gong Show. He appeared there several times, including this appearance alongside John Paragon, who would later play Jombie the Genie on Pee-wee's Playhouse. All right, okay, ladies and gentlemen, here we go. Let us welcome, please, Suave and Debonair. Do it. <laughs> Cross a puddle so you can cross it. We'll cut our hair for you to look like fair above it. We can make you laugh just like a hyena. We'll cook our own caviar right down at the marina. Eventually, Rubens would join the improv group The Groundlings. It would be there that he started to develop the Pee Wee Herman character, first in 1978. He was there alongside John Paragon, who you just heard, as well as Phil Hartman, who would co-write Pee-wee's Big Adventure alongside Rubens. But I'm getting a little ahead of myself. Rubens auditioned for Saturday Night Live before the 1980-81 season, but when it came down to either him or Gilbert Gottfried being hired, Gottfried got the job. 
This made Rubens bitter, and when he returned to Los Angeles, he was, said he was going to start his own show. This show would be known as the Pee Wee Herman Show, and it would run at the Roxy Theater for five months, selling out midnight shows for adults and weekend matinees for children. Eventually, HBO filmed the live show, and it aired as a comedy special in 1981. It was the early seeds of what years later became Pee Wee's Playhouse, but this was a much more adult version. Look at this thing. It belongs to the genius behind a comedy concept that's quite special. What's uh, special about it? Uh, as I was saying, it's a revolutionary comedy idea. A kid's show for grown-ups. Really brilliant. Really mature. Starring Mr. Kiwi Herman, whom you've already met, and featuring a stellar cast, including Captain Carl. Captain Carl, did you remember to wash your hands? No! <laughs> Miss Yvonne and Mailman Mike, Messrs. Clocky and La Croc, the Jelly Donuts. What happened to our hibachi? To name but a few, who under the guidance of Mr. Herman mold elements of dance, drama, pathos, yes, even tragedy. Gosh, give me a break! And a great deal of weird stuff. Into a zany and inventive comedy event, the likes of which you've never seen. Ergo, I strongly urge you to watch the Pee Wee Herman show. Okay? Okay! And after the Pee Wee Herman show had become such a hit, Warner Brothers came to Rubens and asked him to write a movie. Warner Brothers is proud to present the story of a guy. Morning, I'm here. And his bike. James Bond kind of stuff. Together for the first time in their first big movie. I meant to do that. Adventure was released in theaters on August 9th, 1985. It was the feature film directorial debut for Tim Burton. It would gross just under $41 million and become a cult classic. To score Pee-wee's Big Adventure, Tim Burton hired Oingo Boingo frontman Danny Elfman. Elfman didn't have a lot of scoring experience at the time and was hesitant to do it. But eventually he signed on, and it would become the first of many Tim Burton movies that he would score. Nearly all of them. But there was some other music associated with the film. Allie Willis. That's a name longtime listeners of this show will know. She's in the Songwriters Hall of Fame and was known for co-writing both September and Boogie Wonderland for Earth, Wind, and Fire, in addition to writing The Best Around, featured in The Karate Kid. Have you dreamed 
as well as the Rembrandt's I'll Be There For You, which you know is the theme song to Friends. But she also co-wrote, arranged, produced, and sang a duet with Pee Wee Herman called Big Adventure. The song was released as a single on Warner Brothers Records in 1985, credited to Allie Willis and Pee Wee Herman. On Allie Willis's Museum of Kitsch website, she posted about this song back in 2011. She wrote, I co-wrote it, arranged, produced, sang, sampled, did everything. Photos on the back sleeve. We also shot a video, though that never came out when they decided not to release the record because of a contract dispute with another piggy writer who shall remain unnamed but is easy enough to figure out who wouldn't allow anyone else's music in the movie. At least that was the story given to me. Knowing all the parties involved, I doubt I'll ever know the truth of the situation. It was such a shame because it was a killer song and a killer video. So yeah, it seems like she must be talking about Danny Elfman there, but I don't have any other information on that. So only an assumption. The song was not on the soundtrack or anything, and as far as I can tell, it was only released as a 7-inch single. And it was a shaped picture disc with a picture of Pee-wee on it. The song doesn't appear to be streaming anywhere other than YouTube, where you can also find the music video for it as well. In the movie, and well, a particular scene in the movie, or maybe I should say a particular dance in the movie, even led to a big single for a rapper in 1986. The single was called Pee Wee's Dance, and it was performed by Joski Love. The song was inspired by the scene in Pee Wee's Big Adventure where Pee Wee wanders into a biker bar, and after getting off to a bad start, ends up winning over the bikers while dancing to the 1958 single by the Champs, Tequila 
song that was number one on both the pop and R&B charts back in the day. Jowski Love's single borrows the sax melody from Tequila at times, obviously referencing that scene in the movie. Jowski Love, real name Joe Roper, was originally part of a rap group signed to Vince Davis's Vintertainment a hip-hop label distributed by Elektra Records. Vince Davis would join him to produce the Pee-wee's dance single, and it went on to be a platinum seller. That same year, Pee-wee made a brief appearance on Cyndi Lauper's True Colors album. He played an operator on the song 911. The 911 emergency number is not in effect in the area where you are. Please hang up and dial O for operator. This is a recording. <laughs> Also in 1986, CBS would hire Paul Rubens to act, produce, and direct his own live-action Saturday morning children's program, Pee-wee's Playhouse, and he had full creative control. The theme song to Pee-wee's Playhouse was written by Devo's Mark Mothersbaugh. He wrote a lot of the music for the show, as did Dweezil Zappa, Todd Rundgren, Van Dyke Parks, Danny Elfman, and several others. In an interview with Movie Phone in 2006, Mothersbaugh said of the experience, quote, Paul Rubens asked me to do Pee-wee's Playhouse, and I had some time, so I was like, yeah, let's do it. Pee-wee's Playhouse was really chaotic. They'd send me the tape from New York on Tuesday. I'd watch it Tuesday night. Wednesday, I'd write the music. Thursday, I'd record the music. It'd go out Thursday night to them. They'd have Friday to cut it into the picture. And then Saturday, we'd watch it on TV. And it was like really fast. And instead of writing an album once a year, I was writing an album's worth of music once a week. And it was really exciting. It was a new experience and a different creative process. End quote. For Pee-wee's Playhouse... Rubens put together a supporting cast that included several ex-Groundlings plus cast members from the Pee Wee Herman show, including John Paragon, Lynn Marie Stewart, Lawrence Fishburne, and Phil Hartman. Pee Wee's Playhouse was a hit, running for five years and winning 15 Emmys. But I'm a little ahead of myself again, because in 1987, Pee Wee would make a brief appearance in a non-Pee Wee film. So now, back to a previously recorded me to talk about that. Papa 
Sweeties doo-wop group The Rivingtons performed Papa Oomau Mau, which went to number 48 in 1962. A few months after its release, they released two similar follow-up songs. One was, and this is for real, Mama Oomau Mau, parentheses, The Bird. <laughs> And also, the bird's the word. Oh, well, now everybody's heard about the bird. The bird, 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 the Neither of the follow-ups had much success, at first anyways. But then a year later, in Minneapolis, a band called the Sorensen Brothers played a cover of Birds the Word at a gig one night. Members of fellow Minneapolis band The Trash Men were in attendance. In a 2009 interview with the Herald Journal, Trash Men lead singer Tony Andreessen said, quote, We'd never heard it before. So Steve came up with this crazy voice, and he was fooling around with it. We were playing Chubb's Ballroom, and he said, What if we try to do this live tonight? We just had the guitars back then without amplifiers. He said, I'll just nod my head when we're going to change chords. So that's what he did. He stopped in the middle of the song, and he just had to do something. So that's where he came up with that middle part, and the crowd went wild. End quote. The Trashmen combined the Rivingtons' Birds of the Word and Papa Oomau Mau. The night they performed this medley, a local Minneapolis DJ, Bill Deal, happened to be at the show. He told the band they needed to record it, so they did. And very quickly, they had a hit song, reportedly selling 30,000 copies its first weekend. They called their version Surfin' Bird. I went everybody's heard about the bird. The song has lived on over the years. After its initial run, one of the first times the song popped up, and I'm going to quote Wikipedia here, a man flexes his anus to the tune of this song in one scene of John Waters' 1972 exploitation comedy, Pink Flamingos. Thanks, Wikipedia. In 1977, the Ramones covered Surfin' Bird on their third album, Rocket to Russia. When everybody's heard about the bird. A year later, another punk band, The Cramps, released a cover as their debut single on Vengeance Records. Well, everybody's heard about the bird. The song continued on into the 80s as well. Toward the beginning of Steven Spielberg's E.T., a kid can be heard requesting the song on the radio while they played Dungeons & Dragons. In 1987, 
the song was released in two very different movies. The original Trashman version can be heard in Stanley Kubrick's Full Metal Jacket. But also, a brand new cover version is sung in the movie Back to the Beach by Pee Wee Herman. Back to the Beach is an American comedy film starring Frankie Avalon and Annette Funicello, directed by Lyndall Hobbs. It's a parody of the beach party films from the 60s, which Avalon and Funicello were known for. The movie also starred a pre-full house and pre-prison Lori Laughlin. And speaking of prison, there's also a cameo from O.J. Simpson. The movie had a ton of cameos, actually. Connie Stevens, Don Adams, multiple Gilligan's Island and Leave it to Beaver cast members. The band Fishbone, Stevie Ray Vaughan, Dick Dale, and of course, Pee Wee Herman. The song was released as a single on Columbia Records. It was produced by Gary Usher. Usher was a musician, songwriter, and producer who worked with multiple California bands throughout the 60s, including the Beach Boys, Dick Dale, and the Birds. He even co-wrote the Beach Boys hits 409 and In My Room. Usher passed away in 1990, so I'm not totally positive, but this seems like this was one of the final things he worked on. Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price. Priceline. Big Top Pee-wee was released on July 22, 1988. And this time, Pee-wee even got to sing in the film and appear on the soundtrack. Here, he sings The Girl on the Flying Trapeze. She's the girl on the flying trapeze. She's the sweetest thing that's ever flown in with the breeze. And if you see her... Tell her that I'm in love with her. She's the girl on the flying trapeze. Also in 1988, Pee Wee had three tracks on a promotional holiday compilation for Warner Brothers called Winter Warnerland. Silent night, holy night, jingle bells, jingle bells, walking in a winter wonderland. <laughs> How was that for a fabulous Christmas carol medley? 
there was also a PSA. Dashing through the snow and one horse up and slide. <laughs> Hi, it's me, Pee Wee Herman. Hey, seriously, everybody, during this holiday season, please don't drink and drive. Duh! <laughs> the Winter Wonderland compilation also had spoken word holiday message from various singers, like this. Ho, 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 ho. Happy Christmas, everybody. From Nelson Wilbury of the famous Traveling Wilburys. Clap, 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 clap. And you may recognize that voice. That's actually George Harrison. For the first Traveling Wilburys release, Harrison used the pseudonym Nelson Wilbury. So, later on this compilation, we hear from another so-called Wilbury. Hello, this is Pee Wee Wilbury, wishing you the very merriest Wilburyest of Christmases. <laughs> Unfortunately, we didn't get to see a lot of Pee-wee for a while after Rubens was arrested in 1991 for indecent exposure in an adult movie theater. It sidelined the character for quite a while, something that if it had happened today, I'm not sure a lot would have been made of it. Rubens would start appearing in films and TV shows not as Pee-wee, having roles in Batman Returns, Buffy the Vampire Slayer, 30 Rock, Blow, and many others. Then, finally, in August of 2009, Rubens announced the return of the Pee-wee Herman show. The show was set to debut at the Music Box Theater in Hollywood. But due to incredibly high demand, the show was moved to Club Nokia and pushed to a January 2010 premiere. The show was a huge hit, and after its L.A. run, moved to Broadway, and once again, was filmed for an HBO special. He's bringing the Playhouse Gang to HBO. Conky 3000, ready to assist you, Pee Wee. I'm really freaking out. Ooh, a big shell. Put it up to your ear. So come on down to Puppetland because today's secret word is fun. The Pee Wee Herman Show on Broadway. And the world would finally get another Pee Wee movie in 2016. Pee-wee's Big Holiday was released on Netflix. And once again, Pee-wee got to sing in the movie and appear on the soundtrack. Once again, music composed by Mark Mothersbaugh. Hello, New York. New York, New York. Hey, watch where you're going. <laughs> I watch where I'm going in New York. New York, New York. Ooh. The Empire State Building. Wow, it's cool. It's cool. As far as I can tell, that seems to be the recorded works of Pee Wee Herman. If I missed any, please let me know. Thanks for all the laughs, Pee Wee. Thank you for listening to Bizarre Albums. If you like the show, please subscribe and leave a review. It helps people find the show. You can also follow the show on Twitter and Instagram at Bizarre Albums, and I'm at Tony Thaxton. You can also like Bizarre Albums on Facebook and visit BizarreAlbums.com. And if you still want more Bizarre Albums in your life, sign up for weekly bonus episodes of Bizarre Singles and more at Patreon.com slash Bizarre Albums. And as always, if you know of a Bizarre Album you'd like to hear featured, please tweet the show. I'd love to hear from you. You can even email me at bizarrealbums at gmail.com. My name is Tony Thaxton, and I'll see you next time on Bizarre Albums. <laughs>